Hey guys, it's Mateo Scalera, and you're listening to the Top 5 Comics Podcast. Welcome to Top 5 Comics Podcast, people talking about comics, pop culture, and events. With us today, we have the master of disaster, Josh45. Yo, yo. Joining us again is the second suitor, Tyler Brown. What up? And I'm CBS. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Uh, today we're doing episode number 170. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about the uh, the Black Widow and the Loki uh, TV series. So Black Widow, the movie, and Loki, the TV series. Um, as far as a main subject matter, I guess. Uh, before that, do I have a little bit of news? What's in the news? What's in the news? What's in the news? 45, you got anything over there? So the Transformers, the movie returns to theaters in September for a 35th anniversary. It'll be a two-night event. It'll be uh, Sunday, September 26th, and Tuesday, September 28th will be the two screening times that will take place in the movie theaters. So if you like Transformers and you want to see Optimus Prime die, there you go. Spoiler alert. so sad. Spoiler alert. It's sad. He should die. He was old. Yeah. Let the guy rest in peace. Yeah. And then he comes back. It's not a big deal. He does. You're right. He comes back and tells Rodimus, yo, you suck. You're done. <laughs> that's basically how it went. Yeah. He's cool to have it on the big screen again, so that's cool. That is cool. Yeah. Made all the kids cry. It was a really bad thing. What year is that? 1987? Well, 35 years, so. It's 21. So 86. 86. The other thing is that you guys know that the reason they didn't kill Duke and G.I. Joe the movie is because so many kids cried during Transformers the movie when Optimus Prime died that like, we can't kill Duke too. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Couldn't hmm. kind of break, kind of break everybody's spirit. Because Duke was like the main guy like in the G.I. Joe TV show. In the comic book, Snake Eyes was kind of like the main guy. I mean, there was multiple main people, but Snake Eyes was the big character. Yeah. In the TV show, Scarlet and Duke were together-ish. Even though there was the scene where she like touches the thing and like he touches the thing and he's all radioactive and all that stuff. Whenever Snake Eyes is covered in radiation, and he finds timber for the first time. Yep. But uh, yeah. But in the comics, like Scarlet and Snake Eyes are always the thing. So, as as the uh, GI Joe aficionado in my life, how do you are, are you excited for the Snake Eyes movie? I mean, are you no really? I've read so many horrible reviews. CBS has seen it. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, action wise, the action's really good. Because it's out. You went and told it already? Did already. Okay. The action's really good. All the actors do fine. If it wasn't a G.I. Joe efficient, like a G.I. Joe tied movie, it'd be pretty good. Okay. Because G.I. Joe tied, if you're a G.I. Joe fan, then it makes no sense. Um, but, I mean, G.I. Joe, the first two movies both had, I mean, the first one had more problems story-wise for making sense than the second one did, but... The second one actually is a really good G.I. Joe movie. Like, yeah. Can... can Comparatively to everything else, like it's been so long, the one with The Rock and Bruce like, Willis, Bruce Willis mm-hmm. like they could have just like kind of flowed with that. Like it wasn't a bad thing. They kind of had their thing figured out. They continued from the first one. They fixed some things that sucked in the first one. They kind of continued it on, and then they're like, "Hey, let's make a Snake Eyes standalone film," which the Bumblebee film mm-hmm. was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it like it did everything that Transformers fans wanted. It gave like visually and story wise what. Bumblebee looked like what Optimus Prime looked like. Oh, and all the all like, the Autobots like, look like. Also, saw them. yeah, even the Decepticons. They're like they'd made it like old school and made it. Uh, they made it an '80s feel. And then look with Snake Eyes, they just can't 
for some odd reason, somebody in whoever makes, is it Paramount? Um, I think so. I mean, whoever owns the movie rights to the Transformers and G.I. Joe universe yeah, just true. hates G.I. Joe. And like, we're making nin- a ninja movie? All right, here's the deal. This is what we're going to do. It's like, no, <laughs> that doesn't. This is what we're going to do. You're an idiot. <laughs> There's a, like, there's a whole and no, run of hundreds and, of comic books. And a lot of people are going to be like, well, there's a lot of times when a character is Asian or black or a woman and they make it a white guy, so you shouldn't complain too much. But the whole point is, Snake Eyes' whole point is he was a white guy going into a ninja clan full of Asians and they're like, he doesn't fit in because he's white. That's the whole point. He's a guy, Jim. Yeah. And it's just like, and he was he was in Vietnam with Storm Shadow, and then like he saved Storm Shadow's life, and they like they become sword brothers, and like it's it's like a whole thing, and like whatever, do whatever you want to do, like reboot the character, but obviously you guys can't even get the characters right to begin with, so don't reboot anything. Just like go old school with it, like you want it, like they did with Bumblebee, because Bumblebee was. Fantastic! It was so good. I don't. I'm not even the biggest Transformer fan. I still haven't seen it, but I everything and it's I hear, so I, good. Yeah, I hear it's absolutely one of the best Transformer films. Like I liked, you know, I, I will tell you this: as far as GI Joe films go, like the special ops group that is in all the Transformers films are closer to GI Joe mm. than like the GI Joe films because GI Joe and Transformers exist in the same universe. And so, like, if you made what's his face, um, Josh Demel, Josh Demel, no, Josh Demel, Josh Demel, Josh Demel, he's in Transport. That's the guy in Transport. The one that's in like oh, all. Okay. If you made him Duke, yeah, yeah, that would have made so much sense. Like, you could have, like, you could have, you could have named him Duke. I think he would have done a good job too. Or if you just called him Conrad Hauser, like, which is like Duke's real name, and like never called him Duke or something, and like did a spinoff, like just because in the like originally in the comics, like. Transformers takes place later on, but like you don't. Ha- it's it's a it's a cinematic universe. You can do whatever you want, but like that would have been a gold mine too. You're absolutely right. And he right. looks. He's a blonde haired blue eyed, yeah. badass. Like you could. He's he could be Duke. Yeah. Like he's a better Duke than than I love. Don't get me Channing wrong. Tam, I love yeah. Channing Tatum. Me, me too. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But like Damal would murder. Mm-hmm. Like he would be the. Per- he's the perfect Duke. Yeah, he'd been good. So are you gonna go see Snake Eyes then or no? Yeah, I'll it. probably go see it. All right. I was just curious. And then the other thing that they did that I was hoping they wouldn't do is with Storm Shadow's costume. Okay, and I'll ask you this. You can spoil it for me. Do they change his costume to make it look vintage, like the vintage Storm Shadow costume ever? No. He has the weird white trench coat thing through the whole, th- the whole thing? Mostly, yes. Okay, so the, the number one complaint in the first two G.I. Joe movies was Storm Shadow's outfit. They gave him this weird white trench coat outfit. And it's just like, his costume is so simple. It's a white gi with no sleeves and a white mask. Like, it's so simple. Like, all you got to do is make that guy, like, a white gi, which is like, you know, the, the, right, yeah. the fold-over you thing. Yeah. Cry outfit, yeah. yeah. And that's it. Like, it's so simple. And you have to give him this weird white trench coat thing that, like, looks stupid. Mm. It makes a stupid action figure. Mm. They were the least liked action figures in the whole, like, Jadjo line. And then on top of that, like, you guys had an opportunity to be like, what did they hate about the first two Jadjo films? <laughs> Let's fix it. And you know what they did? They're like, they but, did, you know, I think people really di- like that white trench coat. They doubled down. No, they didn't. That's a bummer. You know why trench coats aren't cool? 
Because it's not the 1930s anymore. Nobody has to hide Tommy guns in that yeah. thing. It's, not, it's stupid. It's not the 1990s. Matrix He's a movies. ninja. Yeah. He's white. He Like his costume. He doesn't care about Tommy guns. Maybe he does. His name's Tommy, but he doesn't like Tommy guns. It's true. His name is Tommy. So much hate in my heart. Now I can tell. So I, much. I feel bad for you. I really do. <laughs> I do. I, I hate... Man. You know me. I hate seeing... <laughs> Batman be ruined and all kinds of things. He has been ruined I multiple know. times, yeah. three times for sure. I know, man. By Christian Bale, at least three of us. <laughs> you were so mean to me. Yeah, no, that was coming as soon as you bring it I up. I know. I tried to be nice to the guy, and he's got to bring up Bale. I saw some yeah, weird motorcycle scene from so the Batman, and I was like, mm. that is not in my news, but apparently that is Ben Affleck in the Flash. Oh really? Yes, on the motorbike. Um, that, that, that's yeah, it, yeah, some, something to do with him in a motorbike. Which really interestingly, now if you include um, again, not in my news, but I was going to bring it up tomorrow, but we'll bring it up tonight. Um, that gives Batfleck the most vehicles in any um, Batman series because he's got the oh tank. man, yeah, because he's got the huh. tank, he's got the bike, yeah. he's got the 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 tank, the bike, the Batmobile, the flying fox. And now the motorcycle. As you say, yeah, is, is the well, him the fox is the transporter, right? Correct. Okay, I can't remember what the transporter. Oh, and the bat and the batwing. So that's six. Oh yeah. And the and the the the, the jet that him and Alfred fly. Huh. Mm-hmm. Be, in, the, the jet's not like a bat flavored jet. It's just no, it's yeah. It, yeah. So it's just like having a car. So it's not really. The, it's the it's predominantly shown in BBS, which is probably erased from your memory. Uh, what? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. That's cool. Mr. Brown, you have some other news? Uh, yeah, my only news is that uh, Winston Duke is playing Batman in our new Spotify exclusive uh, stories that is coming out, I think, at the end of this year, they've decided. Oh, that's um, cool. So I mean, I, we've talked a lot about this medium um, on this podcast and on Never Been Done, and it's so exciting to me. Um, I'm recently... I'm having such a hard time reading Dune. I actually hate the book so much uh, that I... Oh, you said you were enjoying it. I'm enjoying it now because I'm listening to it. And it, I feel like I'm um, comprehending so much more. And now, again, you know, I've talked about it multiple times in this podcast, but this Spotify pre, uh, Spotify exclusive um, Batman stories that are coming out. And I love Winston Duke. I think he's great. He's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I think he... I loved him in Us. Um, I loved him in Black Panther, obviously, and I think he's a great actor. So I'm really excited um, to see Spencer him. for Hire? He's good in that, too. I don't think I've seen that. Oh, man, you should. Um, who, Josh, who's... Well, maybe you know not see this. Who's the bad guy in The Patriot? The Patriot. He's the, he's the general um, who kills the... We're the talking Mel- about the Mel Gibson movie? Correct, correct. Wow, I don't remember that. Anyways, that's the guy who's playing... Oh, you know what? I have the article right I'm so silly. Hold I have on. the article right here. Hold, hold please. Uh, I got you. Hold on. No, I got it right here. Uh, Hollywood Reporter, Winston Duke, I- J- Jason Isaacs. Isaacs. That's right. So he beat you. You did beat me. And that's who's going to do, um, who's going to be Alfred. And then the whole thing is written by Goyer, David S. Goyer, which, uh, okay. obviously, Dark Knight yeah, yeah. franchise. So. so I guess if this thing it goes well, then that bodes well for the movie. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, cool. I think that's neat. Yeah, I was, I was really excited about it. Well, I mean, I got a couple things. Not anything crazy, crazy. Um, but they're giving Luke Cage a new three-part miniseries called City on Fire. I think that's cool because I like... Luke Cage. Um, 
So there's not much more about that. It's a miniseries, so we'll see it around, I think, October. Um, but there's a book coming out. Well, there's a book in the process of running through Kickstarter right now by Jimmy Palmiotti, um, most known for, well, most known for uh, things like uh, <clears throat> Painkiller Jane and Harley Quinn and um, uh, Ash was one of the first things he worked on with uh, Joe Quesada. Anyway, a bunch of indie stuff. He's done other, like lots of other stuff for Marvel and DC both. But uh, he's writing a book with uh, Scott Ham- Hampton, excuse me, doing the art for it. And it's a fully painted book called Rage. And Rage is uh, centered around one particular character. In this particular world, a crazy catastrophe has happened. They don't tell us what the catastrophe is in the write-up, but like cities engulfed in fire, there's bodies everywhere, and his father has decided that it's time that he needs to find his daughter. So it's a basically a manhunt across this country during this crazy catastrophe where bodies are stacking up and everything seems to be on fire to try to find his daughter. Um, the couple of test pages of art look really cool, um, but it is a Kickstarter project right now, so if you want to back, start, back it, if you go look up Rage and Jimmy Palmiotti on uh, Kickstarter, you'll find it. I think that's really cool. I do like that Jimmy's doing something else that's not connected directly to uh, Marvel and DC. I think that's cool. Uh, the uh, information I have right now, Amanda will be doing like one of the uh, ex- the um, uh, covers for the campaign. So we call that when you pledge the pledge a pledge cover. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Gosh, couldn't remember what the word was. Anyway, um, so yeah, I think that would be cool. I mean. As far as books are concerned, I liked all the stuff that Jimmy's really worked on. He's he's awesome. Um, Amanda's great, too, but she's just doing one cover, from what I understand. So, I think that's neat. Uh, let's look for it on Kickstarter. Hmm. So, there's that. Uh, that's basically all I've got. I mean, there is uh, one other thing that's an upcoming book. So, DC is going to be doing a uh, Batman versus Bigsby. Or, sorry, Big B, excuse me. Big B, yeah. Versus Big B. Um, it's a miniseries coming out. Uh, so Big B is from Fables. He's the big bad wolf. Um, also had a video game that was called... Uh, the Wolf Among Us. There you go. It's done by Telltale Games. They also did uh, The Walking Dead Telltale Games as well. Really story-driven, not uh, a lot of action. Um, has a lot to do with choices that you make throughout the game. If you haven't played um, The Wolf Among Us or uh, The Walking Dead series, please do. Telltale Games makes some amazing stuff. Really, really cool. Yeah, so they're doing a mini-series with him versus Batman, so I guess we'll see how that goes, basically the werewolf versus uh, the Dark Knight. Well, but Big B is a, a detective as well. Yes, that's right. Yeah, in, in Fable, so that's that's cool. Yeah, we'll see what it winds up turning out to really be, but as far as a mini-series, I don't know, the covers look cool. I don't know if there's any actual art for it because I haven't seen anything yet, but the couple covers look cool, but that's normal. Did we talk about, um, uh, what's it called? Oh, The Last of Us on this podcast, or has that never been done? Probably never been done. Okay, never mind. Anyways. It's supposed to be getting a movie, though. No, it's getting a TV show, and apparently every episode is going to cost upwards of $10 million. That's crazy. It also had a comic book. It was only a four-part series, but adapted after the game, of course. Right, yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's after. Which, according to Quentin Tarantino, isn't very much. Per episode of television? Yeah. Really? I listened to... I don't listen to it very often because, not because of Dax, but because of his co-host. Like, and when they talk to, like, the, it's called the Armchair Expert. I haven't, I haven't heard that one. Um, sometimes I really like it. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, shut up! Like, Dax is kind of annoying. He really is. I like Dax, but like, he can be annoying too. But like, all all the movie stuff that he did, like, and like all, 
Well, I, I mean, whatever. Like, I like Dak Shepard. Like, he doesn't bother me. And, like, they had Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher on, on episode. Well, I, I read the article about that, yeah. And no, exact, it's, no all, it's all about Bitcoin and, like, the, what are the things? The non-fungible tokens? NTFs. Non-tungibles or non- Yeah. I don't know what that is. An NTF file? Do you know what that is? No. Okay, so a non-fungible token. Is it fungible? Uh, I think so. Fungible, fungible, something like that. NFT, right? Yeah. So what it is basically is, is so the, it started with these two guys that like worked with the NBA. So the way that it's explained by Ashton Kutcher is the best way that's been described yet is a digital sports card. So what they do is like when they take photos of LeBron James dunking from a certain view, they take that and they encrypt it in a certain way with some sort of like, chain like chain coding thing it's crazy super huge file where like well it's not even that it's super huge it's that it's it's you can't duplicate it it's basically it's similar to bitcoin in the way that it's like it's you like if you line of code is specific if you buy it like it it can't it can only be opened in that aspect it can't be like you could take a picture of it i guess with your phone and then show other people what it looks like but you can't like you can't print it off you can't do anything with it you own this one moment in time where lebron james is slamming this basketball in a certain way that it's like it's only that's the only thing and they they sell them for like $2000 or whatever it, or whatever it is and like on a in a so it's a digital file basically that's like non you can't copy it and like the way that Ashton Kutcher describes it is just like it's basically like a, a letter from like in the old like if you had a letter from Thomas Edison that was like a handwritten letter from Thomas Edison it's like okay this is a handwritten letter from Thomas Edison that's worth this much money well if you have the first email that Steve Jobs ever sent you can't prove that you're the original recipient of that and you don't have the you don't have the first email but they've they've done this thing to where like it it's coded in a certain way that you can now prove that this file is only this file so if you had the first email that Steve Jobs ever sent it would be worth just as much as that letter of Thomas Edison because it's like he's that famous of a person and it's just, it's it's a whole thing so anyway they when you're when you listen to it, like you're like a lot of people are like, oh, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher talking about like married life, and like no, it's all about Bitcoin and non fungible tokens and all that kind of stuff. And it's actually, and I might even be I might even be saying it wrong. I think that's the way you say it. But anyway, it's it's pretty interesting. So if you don't understand Bitcoin and you don't understand like NFTs, it's kind of a good listen. But anyway, like I list, I listened to that, and then I was like, "Oh, they did a Quentin Tarantino episode," so I listened to that real quick. And then Tarantino was like, "Yeah, everybody's talking about how all these TV shows and all these miniseries and all that stuff are basically just like a big movie." He's like, "My budget for Once Upon Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a hundred million dollars," and he's like. So basically what you're doing is you're setting, like if you have a 10 episode season that you're limiting that TV show of an hour to $10 million. He's like, I had a hundred million dollars 
for a two and a half hour movie. Yeah, three hour movie. Yeah, you have a hundred million dollars for ten for hours a of content. Ten hour movie. Okay. He's like, so what? So what I'm saying, he's like, it's and it's fine. He's like, I, they're doing brilliant work. He's like, I'm not. He's like the, and he actually said like one of the only shows that I've seen. He actually brought up Game of Thrones. He said Game of Thrones did a really good job. Like, and so did. Dax, they both brought that up. They're like, that was kind of a, like a, a weird thing. But they said the Queen's Gambit, which I have not watched yet. They said that that was like watching a film. But if it's a very dialogue driven, um, TV show, it's a little bit easier to do that. But if it's like, and which, which Tarantino is like, I, that's what I'm all about. Yeah. Di- yeah. Great dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, it was pretty cool. Like, that's th- interesting. Um, if, so if you listen to the Rogan episode, which I, I know did, you yeah. did, but like, you didn't, but like, the Dax one is really, really good too. Okay. Because like Tarantino just talks about all these things that he loves. They talk about like, like who, what's his favorite scene that he's written? Like what's the favorite dialogue set? Like they talk about a lot about like the Brad Pitt scene in Once Upon a Time, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where he feeds the dog. Sure. Right. Okay. But like the reason he's like, here's why I love the scene. Dax talks about, it. I was like, here's why, why it's so good. He's like, I, I hate writing a scene to set something up that happens on later on in the movie for absolutely no reason. He's like, but the funny thing is when everybody, like, people that, like, I had multiple people, like, interviewers and stuff, like, what was a 10-minute scene of Brad Pitt's disgusting trailer feeding that dog? Well, the whole point of that scene was to show that, like, that dog was so perfect and so un- in control that like at the end of the movie, when those people break into that house, he's setting, he's he's foreshadowing how perfect that dog is. So all Brad Pitt has to do is whistle or whatever he does, and that dog attacks that dude and takes him out. How sure. well trained he is. Sure. And, and people don't realize that he set that up two hours before in a s- weird, crazy scene of him like feeding this disgusting can of dog food. And that's what Tarantino does, and that's what makes him so brilliant. Sure. So it was, it was like, it was a really cool takeaway. So anyway, so when it comes to like TV shows and like being filmed, like he was just like, I never thought of it that way. That's really interesting. You're right. Yeah, hundred million dollars, and he's got three hours or close to three hour, three and a half hours of content. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Divided out over ten hours for ten episodes. It's, yeah, it makes the budget sound. It does. Which like manageable. when you when you think of the new Lord of like the the next Lord of the Rings right. Amazon, Amazon yeah. show when there was it like a hundred. It's a lot. It's a crazy I, number, yeah. Yeah, it's remember. supposedly the most expensive ever. But I don't know if I've, I've read a number, to be honest. Yeah, but, but even if it's $200 million. Right. I don't think they've said how many episodes, though, either. Yeah, but it's, it's not going to be more than 10, I wouldn't I think. I think so. I mean... And if, is that going to be... You know, and anyway, which leads me into the next thing like that I saw. So, I didn't realize that Miramax was the original, like... Studio that was going to do Lord of the Rings. Oh uh, yeah, I just heard. I just, uh, obviously, our new favorite podcast, The Friendship One. Yeah, I didn't either. And so Miramax was the original studios. And so as as we're in the news section, like talking about, and talking about like other things and yeah, yeah. cool stuff. So Dominic Monaghan and Billy, um, whatever. Waylon? Waylon? Billy? No, like Billy Boyd. Billy Boyd. Okay. Mary and Pippin. Yeah, have a podcast called The Friendship Onion. And they had the do the guy on from. Um, Weta Workshop, which is in like, New Zealand, like W E T A, like Weta Workshop. That like they're the ones that do all oh, special effects and everything. Special effects, yeah. like miniatures, all that stuff. And they were talking about like basically at a certain point, um, Miramax was the ones who were initially supposed to put out the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and they're like, "Hey, we're out." 
Like, this is maybe not going to be a thing. It's not going to be successful. They kind of pulled out. They're like, but we're going to give you 30 days to find a new a new company to take this on. So Peter Jackson went and, like, sold his soul to all, and like, went, and went, went on to find New Line. Right. But during that time period, they, like, Miramax flew somebody to New Zealand and had them basically, like, start putting all the props and the the swords, the shields, the miniatures. These miniatures are They took up a whole soundstage. They were huge. An entire soundstage, which, which, which is, like... Hundreds of feet by hundreds of feet was Minas Tirith, mm-hmm. and he said that they literally were trying to fit that that miniature miniature in quotations into a shipping container, and they were because they, so they crazy. had they had to chainsaw and shove them into the shipping container because like this guy from they're like and and the guy that was talking to Mar- like to Marion Pippin he was just like it's not his fault he just got paid to come to like hey put all this stuff in shipping containers and we're gonna send it back to L A and we'll figure it out later right. And it could have been like a project that died, but then like Peter Jackson, and thankfully, in any the magic that that little Hobbit man figured out, was able to get New Line to like be like we we got you, and it went on to win like a biz- sweep the Oscars, right? You know what I mean? It became one of the greatest things ever ever happened. But it was just like it's pretty interesting to hear like how Lord of the Rings trilogy. Almost, Almost half flopped. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, they were gonna like take what they had and make it into a TV movie. Basically. Well, and then they, and then they had to take all those miniatures and take them out of storage and, and re glue yeah, them back together. Re glue them back together and hundreds of man hours. It was really incredible. It was really interesting, actually. That's wild. That's really crazy. I hadn't heard that before. That's crazy. Yeah, it was, it was really neat. It's like, a great podcast. Friendship Onion is wonderful. It's probably the happiest podcast I listen to. It's so happy. Other than this one, obviously. Sure. No, but I mean, yeah, it's. They're they're rad dudes, and they're like, it's kind of funny that they play this game called League of Legends, which oh, yeah. I'm sure million, whoever What's listens to podcast yeah. knows what. It is. And I've I've heard of it, but like they like they do like an update every week of like because they're trying to convince um, Sean Astin and Elijah Wood Elijah to play Wood. it with them. Sure. And so like, okay, we finally got him to convince them to download the game. So <laughs> they're like on a scale of Oh, the way they rate things is so wonderful. Was it an it's, app an app no a, 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 a strawberry seed, seed to a watermelon. To a watermelon. That's they that's rate the scale. Things just how the, far along are they? And they've gotten to an orange. Oh my gosh. With Elijah Wood because he downloaded it and he's like, So I played it kinda, of, but I can't quite figure out and they're like, Oh my gosh. Right. But it's funny because they've had it's him on the so podcast funny. already and it's not very what is it? 15 episodes in, maybe? No, I think we're on maybe 9 or 10. It's yeah, not, it's not, yeah, it's not and a they've lot. already had Elijah Wood on, and he's so ridiculous. Oh, he's so funny. And he does that crazy maniacal laugh that he has. It's, it's kind almost of creepy. creepy yeah. Very creepy. Yeah. But he's just like, but like the, because I mean, those four, the, like, you know, Sean. Well, the four of them were all, like, they were the connected the most to the movies. Absolutely. And they were together Sean all the time. Man. And it's really cool to hear, like, because it's not just about Lord of the Rings, but it's a lot about Lord of the Rings. And, and they so, tell some really cool behind-the-scenes yeah, stuff. Yeah, some really awesome things. Props like, and, and feet and uh, just their experience. Friendship and bars and candy yeah. and food and this, like, just life and, like... The music they listen to. It's yeah. so popular. This is crazy. I, again, I, I know we're spending too long on this, but they have now officially got a Spotify uh, playlist now for music I'll be down. that's sent into them. To, uh, to for them to listen to, it's really cool. Huh? Really cool stuff. That's cool. Well, yeah, as far as I mean, that group of four people you were talking about, I met two of them. I'm, Did you really? Yeah. 
You met Sean Astin, mm-hmm. I know. Uh-huh. And Elijah Wood, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. They seem like nice people. I mean, they were to me, so... I bet they were. Yeah. So... They what? probably thought you were a fellow hobbit. I mean, maybe. We're about, all about the same size. Yeah. C- nah, is a dwarf, for sure. Oh, that's... If he was in your yeah. he'd, like... Could he'd have a beard. Be Gimli, for sure. Well, you're... St- you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're strong. You'd be taller, you're stronger, you're stockier, you got... You, I can see you swinging an axe. Got some force. Sure. I believe in real life, Sean Aston like, stands about height-wise. Yeah, we're pretty yeah. close. And Elijah Wood is... He is small, man. He's tiny. Yeah, he's, he's little... The funniest thing that they talk about on that, and they they've talked about it in like five episodes, mm-hmm. is that like in the books, Aragorn, like Merry and Pippin, were both buried next to Aragorn. Oh my goodness! Like in, like because they were like so close with him, you this know. This is so right. great. And so like, well, Merry and Pippin were so close, and like so they like they were both buried in the same. And so it's like, well. Vigo, like, we should get buried together. We should, oh we should God. sign off on this. And Vigo's like, absolutely not. It's he's so like, funny. no, no, no. Like, and he's like, and he's like, 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 you know, Dominic and like Billy are just like, like, well, we should get buried. Like, well, absolutely, we'll get buried together. We're like, we're absolutely. He was like, wait, we got to talk to Vigo. We got to get this figured out. Like, like, get, like, trying to figure out how to like be buried. Like, we'll like sign off on the fact that like they'll That's be buried crazy. together. And I'm like, I think it's a. They they keep talking about it's it. It's so funny. And until they get Vigo on the podcast, I, I can't wait till they get Vigo on the podcast. It'll be so funny. That's pretty funny. That's pretty good. That's funny. So, I mean, as far as like news and fun things go, like that. I mean, it's a whole. I mean, it's in the same fantasy, fun pop culture realm that we're in right here. Sure, yeah. But like, it's it makes my day. It really does. It really is the f- most fun, lighthearted thing. It's cool yeah. that they did all that stuff with with the weather, with weather guys. Like the, it was just it's the main guy. Yeah. Like and uh, so like, James Taylor. Mm, Something Taylor. No, James Taylor is a singer. But if you say so, uh, weather workshop. You they so when comic book shows are happening, I mean they usually have a booth in San Diego. Richard Taylor. Richard, I was close. So Sir like, Richard Taylor. That's right. They bring a bunch of the props and stuff out there mm-hmm. for it. So the three giant uh, uh what they, the. From the Hobbit, the trolls. Yeah, the three trolls they had out there, like on display. The stone trolls, yeah. when like when Gandalf turns them into stone. Mm. Well, they weren't stone, and it was before they were turning into stone. But that's what they had a, the whole setup of them in the San Diego Comic Con, like all posed at the edge of their booth. It was freaking awesome. I actually think that they managed to dec- the Denver Comic Con, and it made have made it to the Salt Lake one. Well, they also, they, he also talks about like how even through like the whole COVID thing, and like even after the Lord of the Rings, like what you know, like they're like we all we obviously had, you know, like, we're at all these conventions and do all this kind of stuff, but, like, right. and we, we, but we, he's like, we did, like, the Narnia stuff, and we did, he t- talks about all these other, like... Master and Commander, like, um... Yeah, they've this part of other things, but, like, the what, what keeps them in the convention circuit is that, like, they did, they do all the, like, the, basically, like, like figures and oh yeah, like they do a bunch of action figures and thi- models and not things like, like not, that. Not action figures, but, like, you know, like, statues and yeah. things like that, and, like, that's what's kept them, like... In like the circuit, t-shirts too, like all kinds of and they just stuff. and they've like they, they like the guy has said like he's they've made friends with people they've hired people to Weta from like people brought like their their yeah. sketchbooks and stuff in and been like hey like you know like I love what you guys do and like they've hired people and brought them to New Zealand wow. like, it's pretty cool and he just talked like what the, his his description of like what Lord of the Rings meant and in, in Hobbit as well meant to New Zealand was like when he like Richard Taylor is like, Hey, you guys should like, there's a, there's a field in this town 
that that would be great for this scene. And Peter Jackson like, okay, I'll check it out. When they would go to that town, the entire town would rally around that production and support them. And like the entire, like New Zealand in general sure, invested yeah. in Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. And it was like all six films. And it was like, it's really cool that that happened like that. That I mean, I'm sure that it was really, it was really neat. Yeah, one of the uh, one of the girls from the store, Nalani, she lives out in New Zealand now. So there's lots. Of, I've seen lots of pictures of places that things have happened that right. she has taken and just put all over the place. It's it's awesome. That's part of why she probably actually moved there is because of that. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, no, it's really really cool. And here's a strange fact that nobody like, normally knows. But so like, you think of Australia and how dangerous it is, and how there's like more venomous reptiles and spiders and snakes and all these things that can kill you sure more than everywhere on the world's combined right and that's that's fact like that's australia has so many venomous and poisonous and dangerous things okay new zealand has zero huh there's not a single venomous or really? poisonous anything in new zealand oh that's crazy crazy right yeah that's yeah that's crazy I mean, I'm sure there's some po- there's some so the difference between like if it bites you, it's venomous, and if you eat it and die, it's poisonous. That's how you oh, poison versus yeah, too. Venomous. But there might be some plants if you eat, you might die. But like, there's not things that kill you in New huh. Zealand. It's like it's it's in the, but in Australia, like there's a there's a I've seen videos of like a spider that like killed a snake, and then the snake bit a dingo, and the dingo oh, was like being eaten by a shark. It was just like, it was like, ah, oh, the most Australian thing I've ever <laughs> it's seen. It's not like that. It's like that. <laughs> it's not. It's I've terrible. Been, I've been there. Australia is a beautiful place. Very. It's also like that, for sure. No, it's not. It's got to be the right places. You, have, you haven't been to the Outback? You don't know. I have been to the Outback, yes. Yeah, in a Jeep. I have been to the Outback. For so days? Like, yeah. I camped in the Outback. I don't believe you. I saw a movie about that back. How how had a big how, map? I've seen the movie. I've seen the movie about your back. <laughs> that's something different. I think that's something. Yeah, that's something else. Something totally different. Right. Is that all news we got? That's all I got. All right. So we talk a little bit about. Uh, you want to start, start with Black Widow? You want to start with the uh, the Loki? It's your call. It's your show. I mean, well, at this point, it's a group show, so everybody's oh, involved, yeah. including the listeners, because oh, we care about our listeners. Got it. We do care about the listeners. Yeah, it's a whole. Circle of Life. Hello. And there's a song that's part of that. Hello. Of the two... Hello, listeners. Of the two, I like Loki better. I do, too. Um, not because Black Odo's bad. No, not at all. But I just... I thought Loki's fantastic. So, I mean, and then we have... Like, it's a shorter conversation, so we can do Black Widow first, so... As it says, we start with the Widow. Okay. Yeah, so, like, we should probably talk... Like, say, spoiler, in case somebody hasn't finished. True. If you haven't seen either the Loki shows or the Black Widow shows at this point... Would be a good idea to, I don't know, fast forward to the end. So do that sound effect. Yeah, I mean, there will be. Do the sound effect. Just to let you know, there will be spoilers. Um, <laughs> so. We actually have one. I know you do. I was helping. Hmm. Oh, I thought I was helping. I actually was surprised how much I liked this film. I was kind of, I was kind of, I went into it being like, eh, it'll be okay. You know, I mean, knowing what happens to Natasha later on, and uh, like it's like, eh, you're gonna do a prequel, but like I didn't realize when it took place. I thought it was in my, I thought it was gonna take place like way, way before, and it takes place like in the midst oh, yeah. of things directly after uh, 
well, okay, there's a few different time frames, but the main story takes place directly after Civil War. That's where the main story takes place. But we get flashbacks to when she's a kid, um, growing up and, like, her whole transfer between pretending to be an American, going back to the Red Room and lamenting it, probably where she really decides she didn't want to be part of the Russian machine anymore. So, like, where it takes place time-wise is between both those periods, but, yeah, it's fit in between Civil War's end and the beginning of, in- of Infinity, Infinity War. Yeah. So, so, so I will ask you this, and I've, I've read a lot of hate on the internet for the reveal of who Taskmaster was. Right. Why is that such, why is there so much hate around that? Well, the, the majority of it is because there's actually a character that is who Taskmaster is. Okay. So, when it comes to like, I mean, part of it's unfounded as a thing, but just like you're lamenting hate for everything that's been done with G.I. Joe that we both agree is wrong, it's exactly the same thing. The difference between what they did in Black Widow versus what G.I. Joe did is that they didn't make the character actually Taskmaster. The characters, they refer to as the Taskmaster um, initiative. initiative, not as the character being called Taskmaster. So... As a thing, there's an easy way that we could easily get Tony, yeah, you, the guy who is Taskmaster. You can go back to make an actual Taskmaster. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. With no problem. But people that are upset, I mean, I would say probably 50% of them are folks that went and invested a bunch of money in the first appearance Taskmaster, and then it wasn't actually Taskmaster, which is well, kind of hilarious. That's, yeah, that's, that's what, what they get, get for being jerks. So. Yeah, scalper speculator. Because I remember, like, to make, I mean, if, I mean, this in my head makes me laugh every single time. There's an, there's an issue of Deadpool where he like, he's trying to make himself look better. And so he like hires the taskmaster to like come and like do this thing. And he has to defeat taskmaster on, on line, on video. Yeah. But, but is, but is, but isn't taskmaster, or excuse me, isn't Deadpool the only one that taskmaster can't duplicate? As far as uh, his copying style, power. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but Taskmaster still has a place okay, held in okay, the world. It'd okay. be like I read. I read interesting but, enough. But, I was like, Taskmaster he's, can't he's, copy. Deadpool. He's a D level character, though. Oh, Taskmaster? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I, again, I. But like, but Wade brings him on to like make himself look better, and he's like, if I beat him, this gonna make me look even better, and blah blah. And then like Taskmaster, like, dude, you're so much better than me. Like he literally says it on TV. He's like, I I can't beat you. I don't know what you're. I thought you. I don't know what you're trying to do. Like, you're way better than me. Like, I, I can't beat you. Like, you know that. And he's like, well, huh. Like, and it's like this super funny, like, thing where, like, it makes Taskmaster look less cool. And it's really funny. But yet, yeah, like, and so it's like you're making this character who isn't that, like, he's been down, he's been, like, basically made to look like kind of an idiot in a Deadpool comic. But it's in a, the thing is, it's in a Deadpool comic, and that Deadpool comics don't sit the same way as other books do. Because they yeah. break the fourth wall. But Marvel's not going to let you like make a com- a character look stupid if they don't care about if they care that much about making the comic the character look good. Well, when it comes so, to the storylines, the Taskmaster's had a whole bunch of other appearances as well since then, and just because him and Wade get along, I think, I think it was in Deadpool Cable. Oh, well, maybe I don't. And so, which was a big book at the time. But anyway, I mean, it doesn't cable Deadpool back then, but yeah, whatever you know what I mean. But yeah, like, yeah. It, it doesn't matter. But like, it, it's 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 kind of like 
these people are getting, again, like you, like you said, most of the people who are mad about it were probably, we're going to go get all these Taskmaster comics and like try to make a bunch of money. Right. Which, like those people. I say that's that's a part of it. I mean, I don't, I can't those tell people you exactly punch themselves in the face. Trolls. Big trolls. Right. Scalpers. Scalpers. So I really like this. Speculators. <laughs> that's what, the, yeah. yeah. What I really like this movie. I went in um, kind of with no um, no hype, no nothing, and it really kind of um, <clears throat> really kind of threw me back. Going, wow, this is really well done. Kind of did a lot of different things w- with the family dynamic that I didn't expect. Um, I also didn't expect just what you said, which was when it takes place. Um, I didn't expect um, Florence Pugh to steal the show. She was fantastic. So good. Yeah, she's amazing. Oh, man. Yeah, um, so good. I didn't expect um, them to not be a real family. I didn't expect a lot of things. A lot of things came out of nowhere for me. Um, I know we already went over news, but did you know that my new favorite guy, Ur- Urso? Oh, Ursa, Ursa Major? Ursa Major yeah. has officially come out and said that he is the MCU's first mutant. Man, provide that's who that is, then it, yeah, it does. Uh, I, I, I'm in love with this person. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I think a guy that turns into a bear is one of the coolest things I've oh, ever seen. Awesome. I would love to see it um, happen on the big screen. Anyways, um, no, I, I again, went in with kind of zero expectations and was definitely blown away about how, how well um, how well everything was done. How well the characters are set up, how well, um, uh, what's, his, uh, what's his name? Are we talking about Hopper. the Red Guardian? Yes. Uh, that, mm. Man, now that you've asked I know, me, right? I can't remember it. It went just out of my head. Oh, man. <sighs> That's terrible, because I know it. Yep. Anyways, Red Harbor, Gar- David. Thank you, David, David Harbour. 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 Uh, excellent job, and had some of the funniest lines. And again, uh, some of the things that caught me off guard were how much he does care about these girls, because you kind of expect, you know, once they're handed over to the Red Room... I was like, all right, that's it. He's done. He's, you know, done his done his part. The and American Pie part, what he starts seeing the tour, I thought was fantastic. So oh, yeah. Good. So good. Oh, yeah. The American Pie was great. Um, uh, Rachel Weisz. I think Rachel Weisz is great in anything. Um, the Mummy. I liked the... the fountain. She's fantastic. The character that I, I hope makes some sort of, like, reappearance in another Marvel film was, like, Black Widow's, like... Go to guy, like the guy that she goes to, like oh, he was great. Her weapons, yeah, or just whatever, whatever she needs. Weapons guy, guy. yeah, I, I know, liked that guy a he was, lot. He was He's great. a cool character. As a thing, I could see him show up pretty easily in the uh, Hawkeye show. As a thing, I liked the kind of flirtatious back and forth that they had too. It seemed kind of like, oh, I'm really interested in you, but Bruce Banner is somewhere out there, <laughs> and I still like him too. I like that. I thought it was good, and he's he very he's very clever. Yeah, it's funny. Like the dude did a he did a really good job for being like a, a B level anything. But as far as like a connecting character, I you could see him show up in literally any of the movies that ever you need a weapon, ever you need anything, you could use that guy and connect the movies together. No, he's he's a good character. Oh yeah. He's cool. So good so good. He's like he's like an Agent Colson type character. Like Absolutely. he's very oh, likable sure. and really cool. Well, he's likable, he's funny. Yeah. Like funny. his he delivers his lines, like his the cheeky lines so well. Uh, like it's it's good. The red room being in the sky. I, I I thought I'd get that. Like I was like, oh, I know where the red room. No, I had no clue. Like that made so but much. You didn't, you didn't even think about it. No, yeah, not even all. But it's cool because like they have the they have the shield halo carriers and like they have all that kind of stuff. You know, like Fury is somewhere in space and something. Right. Right. Like why wouldn't they have some like floating 
fortress in the sky. Extremely well done. And then, um, I'm blanking on names tonight. The guy who plays the ultimate bad guy, Mr. Bad guy? Uh, the, the main, the, the guy who runs the Red Room. Oh, you know what? I don't actually think I know that guy's name. It's a big deal. Anyway, yeah, great job. Been in other movies, too. Um, yeah. I don't, I, yeah, I don't think I ever actually knew his name. We, we talked about it, but he's great. Um, yeah. Again, all around. I, I, I loved this movie. I oh, know it's really, really good. Like it, as far as a, as far as a piece for movement, it moves different than other films, which I think is really cool. Um, Ray Winston. The way that's it. Changes. Ray Winston. Wait, Ray Winston. Correct. That's the actor. Cool. Thank you, Josh. Yeah, as far as like a thing, like it, it moves really good. I, as far as action sequences are concerned, they're really great. Like all this stuff, it just it's so, so well layered that like, mission wise. So so I watched the movie a few times, right? And uh, I think the time I actually watched it with you, um, Mr. Brown, mm-hmm. there's a few girls in the audience behind us, yes. like two or three girls back, that just didn't get it. Because they're like laughing at... They were uh, laughing at David Harbour. David yeah. Harbour, mm-hmm. the Red Guardian, but they were laughing at him because they thought he was stupid. So they just didn't get why what was happening was funny. They still laughed, and that's fine. It's just like the first Ghostbusters movie. When you're a kid and you watch that, you don't understand the joke with the cards is not to torture the little dork guy. It's... You know, take the lady home with you. Mm-hmm. Now, as an adult, you see, it's a different kind of thing, right? But they just didn't get it because he's not stupid. Mm-hmm. He's been trained to do everything else except for interact with people, and he wants to so badly that he just cannot figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. Till we get to the song, it's so awesome. So, like those pieces, it's not because he's dumb; it's no. because everything else he's been trained to to smash things and. Be a crazy. Well, he says espionage. it. Oh, he does. No, he talks about. It. He's just like he's like. So I was good. trying to do all these things, and you sent me to America to like to do nothing to play family, um, basically. Yeah. yeah, to play house. Like he literally says the words. Like I want to be out oh, in the yeah. field. But as far as like a thing, like it, it plays so well. He wants to be out smashing things like Captain well, no, America. That's what, yeah, that's what he wants. When he picks up that trailer and moves it out of the way of the hangar, <laughs> it blew. Out. What? Uh, what again? Another moment where I was like, "What is going on?" Like, and I don't, I, I didn't know much about Red Guardian going in, um, or, or, or you know, the the family dynamic. It's not really that happens. a lot to know about, though. Like, he's well, a- I never, I didn't know he's a super soldier. I had no idea. And then he moved that trailer. I was like, "Whoa, David Harbour is a super soldier. That's awesome." I like when they call him the Crimson Dynamo. That's Crimson yeah, Dynamo. Yeah, Crimson Dynamo. It's pretty That's good. Funny. He's like, "No, no, it's a Red Guardian." She's like, "I don't care." I it's am so funny. I am with Josh on. On one thing, and it's, it's no, there's no hate, but it would have been probably about two times cooler to see him with that, with a shield, with his own shield. That, oh, that would have yeah. been because he does have his own shield. Yes, and he uses Taskmaster's shield a couple times, but to have his own shield, if you'd have had it, that would have been really cool. Like yeah, finding it on the hel- like somewhere. Just, yeah, just may- anywhere. Yeah, I anywhere. Think that that would have made it cooler, even if she would have had it back at, at the home base. Which we figured out that she's Madame Mask, right? Uh, she's Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Okay. As far as like a thing, if she would have had that too, that would have made a lot of sense. I'm gonna mark one up for That's good. That's good. <sighs> Not very often that I school Mr. CBS the Iron Maiden knowledge, but <sighs> mark one up for T Brown right there. They have said that both those characters, uh, Rachel Weisz and David Harbour, they're supposed to be showing up doing something else in the Marvel Universe also. That's exciting. Well, I mean, so. Hawkeye show. I mean, that would be the natural fit, I think. Well, Florence Pugh, for sure, she's... Well, she's now on IMDb, where she wasn't before, you, which is pretty cool. Well, speaking of her, the scene where, like, he's talking to her about 
being on her period or whatever. And she's like, no, they cut those out. And he was oh, just, and, yeah. just like, and this and that too. And I was just like, and he's like, oh, why do you have to get, and I, like, I was laughing. Like that part of it made me laugh hot. Cause she's just like, she's so like, so matter of fact. It's it's so awesome. fantastic. It's yeah. laughable, but at the same time, it's not cringeworthy. But you're kind of like, oh, that sucks! Like literally tearing. It makes so much sense. Oh no, of course. But it, you're kind of like, oh, that that sounds terrible. You know, they talk about the things that you know happen in the red room, and and then again, another thing. I mean, we've seen the red room before in flashes, but the women that they have doing the choreography that they're doing when we get to the red room was oh, the per- training yeah. perfect. That was so cool, um, so so cool, Sony. And the, a, another thing, again, uh, I know I'm taking up too much time here, but uh, the the we're stealing the spotlight, however you want to call fine. it. The 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 uh, capsule that they break in the beginning, I didn't think that was going to come back around and be the thing that releases. Um, the widows, in order to what I was like, what is this thing? Like I didn't, it's I didn't the antidote basically to yeah. break, to break the yeah. And I didn't, I didn't get that till almost oh, the very end. It was like, it was oh, pheromone okay. based or whatever, and yeah, really smart. It, it, it's just good writing from beginning to end. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm just, you know, like I think this movie would have been gigantic if it, like, if the COVID thing would have gone down. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of dis- for sure. Obviously, it's, it, it was one of those weird films that fell through the cracks. But, like, the way that, like, Marvel handled it, I thought did, they did a really good job. Because it is a really, really good film. Like, it is. Yeah. Can, it's hard to do a prequel. Okay, so, so, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not, but I don't wanna get off track too far. But I'm gonna use an example. It's hard for me to watch the Clone Wars when the main hero in the film, in the cartoon, is the dude that goes on to kill a bunch of little kids. Oh yeah, no, I can. Like Anakin really Skywalker yeah, yeah. turns out to be a monster, and yeah. like when you watch the Clone Wars cartoon, you're like, "Oh, he's you the have good to care guy. about him." Yeah, and you're like, "Yeah, but he also murdered a bunch of kids." You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's just like it when you know somebody's gonna die later on, and you know their future already. You're like, you can't watch this film being like, "Is she gonna die?" No, she's not, because she goes on to save the universe and get the soul gem for the Avengers. So, so I, I want to talk about that real quick. And, again, obviously we're in major spoiler territory, but have you heard the alternate ending that was shot for this movie? No, Okay, so not. So the director, I don't know her name off the top of my head, but shot an alternate ending when Florence Pugh, the new Scarlet, or the new Black Widow, excuse me, um, whistles, somebody whistles back. Ooh. And that was apparently the end of the movie. So now, mm. theories all over everywhere are talking about, okay, so rewind to Infinity, or excuse me, Endgame, if Cap takes back the Soul Stone to oh, uh, Red Skull. Voldemort? No. Voldemort? Uh, no. I don't, know the I don't remember the time. I don't the keep going. But if he takes... The Soul Stone back to the planet. Does he get Natasha Romanoff back? A soul for a soul. So if he takes the Soul Stone back, you know, I don't know about that. I thought it was an interesting theory. I mean, that's gosh. You know, I always, I really did. It'd be wonder. cool. I mean, I'm, I'm not, cool with I'm it. not, I'm not opposed to it. Like, I'm not either. Hmm. Which leads is going. We're we're getting the the the. If if Black Widow is white and the Loki show is 
is black. We're, we're we're treading into gray water right now. We're going to start going into the what could happen. What the could multiverse. Happen. Yeah. And it's like you know anything's possible because technically, like like CBS, you spoke about how much you hate the time travel stuff in Endgame, like and how it doesn't make any sense and all this stuff. But then like Loki kind of explains a lot of it, but kind of doesn't. So in a roundabout like, way. So the planet was Voromir. Voromir. If anybody's still wondering, that's the right name. Yeah, as far as like broken timeline stuff, I mean, I still stand by the fact that the, that movie is broken timeline-wise with its time travel. Regardless of what Loki has done, it's that movie still plays with broken broken rules. Well, speaking of things that, that I hate and that CBS hates and everybody hates, the Soul Stone was always green. And the yeah, fact that they make totally it more, true. The, the thing that, make, that they make it orange now is so stupid. And I know that, that that might seem like not a big deal, but it is a big deal because Adam Warlock's right was the was the keeper of the Soul Stone, and it was green, and it was on his forehead. And Soul World was a whole thing, and it was green and lush and beautiful. It was a whole thing, and they don't eh. and they did it with a without a complete care. I mean, yeah, now it's orange, and I'm like, why is it the orange one? It's not. Well, but Adam Warlock's supposed to show up in volume. Doesn't three matter. Of the Soul Stone yeah. is always green, though. No, I'm not saying you're wrong. I, I'm just saying it's interesting that they again they did it without a major major character. Anyways, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Bet a lot of people aren't. Silver Surfer wasn't there either. Yeah, Silver the time he's owned by Fox. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think he was. I think they no, didn't he really was. Like, he was still part of Fantastic. He's, yeah, he's still part of Fantastic Four mm-hmm. at that point. Silver, Silver Surfer's a punk. Anyways, oh, Silver Surfer's the man. most powerful. I'm joking. I'm. I'm. Jo- I like Silver Surfer. Relax. I like Silver Surfer. Relax. I was just joking. Ooh. I like Silver. I saw your eyes get real big. I do like Silver Surfer a lot. With the power cosmic. He's he's as arguably one of the most powerful characters oh, in all of comic books. I agree. Anyway, this movie great. I think I think anybody who didn't like this movie is um, maybe didn't get it. Just like you said, those those you know, and they were young girls behind you. I mean, they didn't. I mean, yeah. You, but as far as a thing, but going to see like a bunch of badass chicks do badass things like that's pretty cool. Like, oh yeah, you know, like in laugh because he he is laughable. He is kind of like a doofy. Like yeah. When you speak Russian, and you're a, when you're an American, you hear somebody like speak broken Russian, like English, and you're a Russian, you're like, oh, I just don't understand what. Like that sounds funny to people. Sure, it's just sure. Like, yeah. So, and he is kind of the comedic like relief in that movie oh, to both, an extent. Both him and Pew, they yeah. both have all the comedy bits. But, but like the like like the realness of who he is, and like he will he. Yeah, he's not a dad. Like he, right. but he was a dad. But he like, still cared for them so much. Like well, just trying to figure like, out. Like, how to you, like, what, like, what's your face? Like, P, like Florence Pugh saying, like, you were my family. Like, I don't know anything else. Right. She's like, I was so young. Like, that was my family. Yeah, her box is different than everybody else's, which is awesome. And the way they go over it and through it. it but man, it's but, awesome. But and so, as we get closer to the end of this film, and when we're talking through it, like. Julie Louis Dreyfus as Lady Hydra is such a brilliant casting choice. I think she's a good match. Yeah, she is so brilliant. And she's like, quick. She right. is fast on the yeah. She, just, she, she she. I think that she could out I, I, and and maybe this is and the, the massive amounts of Seinfelds I've been watching, but I think she could just outwit anybody. You know, anybody sitting on screen with her, just bam, 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 just one after another. She's so quick. Well, yeah. Did you ever Veep or anything? 
I haven't watched Veep. No, she's so brilliant. Oh, I know. She, I know she's brilliant in general, but yeah, well, she's so good. But it was funny about that. So not not Veep. There was another show she did called Old Margaret. Old Margaret. She's married to Phil Coulson in the show. Oh, really? So there's an three degrees of Marvel. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Jeff. No, you're fine. No, she's she's great, and it, it's interesting that her original cameo was in this as opposed to um, Winter Soldier. Falcon. Falcon, Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was supposed to be release-wise, time-wise, which I think maybe that whole answer back might have been different because of the time it came out. Well, but now looking back at it, if you look at kind of... I mean, she obviously has more screen time in Winter Soldier and Falcon, and it, it, it kind of layers perfectly. It's like, okay, we were introduced to this character very quickly, we don't know who she is, well, and then we kind of... Think about how... Well, think about the introduction of, of Nick Fury. Oh yeah, same idea. Sure, it's very much the same. No, I thought it was great. Yeah, looking back on it again, if and if, she and so is she late? I mean, is she still part of Hydra? Is Hydra still a thing? Like Baron? Like I mean, Baron Zemo still alive? Right, but Baron right? Zemo he's made himself a separate entity. Yeah, but did he though? I, he was never really part of Hydra. He was trying to bring out everything. Yeah, he just used Hydra to as be, a tool. To be fair, yeah. Yeah, but he could make Hydra his own, though. He could. And she's still around. Like, is Hydra still a thing? Like, I, I think Hydra will always be a thing. But there's so yeah. many questions. Because he cut off one head, there's always three more. That's right. Insane. Right. And that's the thing. Is like, Lady Hydra was like, she was like, that was Nick Fury's girlfriend, but she was also like, she was, she was the Nick Fury for the bad guys. Yeah. And so it's just like, what do you... I don't know. It's cool, man. Like, no, it's, it's interesting. So, Nick Fury's not gone. Well, no. And like the name drop. I mean, the only thing we have from is the name drop. So if you know who the character is and you know what that means, but as far as the thing, like how it fits in the world, that's a good question. As far as like guessing is concerned, I mean, if we're not heading to a Thunderbolts or a Secret Avengers, I don't know what we're doing. Dark Avengers, right? Isn't that we're dark, well? Dark Avengers, Secret Avengers, same idea. Okay. Dark Avengers. That I meant Dark Avengers, though. But isn't Oh, that's Secret Wars. So Secret Wars is technically... So how could you... You can't, you can't do all of those things all at once. I wouldn't say it can be all of them, but those all of those paths are in but front you, of you. But you've been, like, you've been, like, seeing the high courses of Secret Invasion. Well, Secret Invasion, there's something happening with that. I've been thinking Hawkeye's it, a scroll forever. It's a show It's a show at this point. But yeah, they're doing something with it, but I don't know if it's a movie or a show. Okay. So when it comes to Secret Invasion, like, that's something they've talked about being a theme somewhere. But as far as where, I mean, I have no idea. But you're right. I mean, I've been saying Hawkeye's a scroll since Ultron. Yeah, you have. So, I mean, I guess we'll see. But yeah, when it comes to, like, plateaus, I don't think all those things will happen. I think one one, one avenue is, one will be time, picked, yeah. and that's the direction I'll go. I mean, of the group of them, so when I said secret, I meant dark. But Dark Avengers, dark Avengers yeah. there's lots of pieces in play. It could be that. There's also pieces in play that could be Thunderbolts. Do you call a movie Dark Avengers? Because it, it just, just, I mean, we've had this conversation before, but and specifically after we watched this movie together, my first thought was people are not going to get that. I think it's more understandable than, like, Young Avengers as a title. Young Avengers which is I, a title I don't like. Which I don't, you keep talking about Young Avengers being anything I don't think it's going to be. It might not. But it could be a TV show, but it's not going to be a movie. Oh, as far as uh, whether they make it a show it'll or a movie, something, I don't necessarily yeah. think it matters so much that way. I mean, as far as it being a thing, I think it'll become a thing. I think it'll become a thing because of Isaac's son, or no, Isaiah. Isaiah's, uh, Isaiah's I- grandson. Isaiah's grandson, mm-hmm. correct. Isaiah Bradley, his grandson from Winter Soldier Falcon. That's what sold it to me. That's when I was like, okay, I get it, Young Avengers, that makes sense. Well, as far as pieces, once we get past Hawkeye, there'll be one more piece in play, too, because we've already seen pictures of Kate Bishop. She's a big part of that, too. Where's our 
I I I don't mean to be negative, but we're getting one thing after another here, and obviously Loki just finished. But if you're going to release Hawkeye in the next what six months, I mean, I'm surprised we don't have something at this point, really. Yeah, the way this, they teased Loki hard, they teased oh, yeah. it for a long time. Um, I don't know the timing on all that's really weird. They I, didn't tease Winter Soldier Falcon. You're right, they didn't. That's true. It only had publicity like two weeks before it happened. You're right. I mean, and as TV shows go, they're like they're doing well. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, you know, they're building the Fantastic Four. Well, at some point, I mean, something will happen with that. Yeah, that's the big build. I think Galactus is going to be the next big bad, bad guy. Probably after Kang, but yeah. Uh, I think it's going to build a Galactus though. Just like you had Loki as a bad guy, you're going to get Galactus. Uh, Kang is like a mid-level one, yeah, sure. I think Kang's gonna. I can see him fitting there that way, pretty easily, actually. I don't think Kang's gonna be like the big, big baddie because he's comparatively to just across the board in the Marvel U, like in anything in, in Marvel, like Kang was never com- even compare like comparable to Thanos in my in my like I mean, not even my opinion in real life. Well, as far as the A list thing, no, he he wasn't. So as it's, as it's going to be hard to do. It's going to hard to be go that far backwards because Kang is on the same level as Doctor Doom. He's a different kind of bad guy than what Thanos was. Okay, but I mean, Kang is on the same level as Doctor Doom. I, sure. I agree. He's so much farther back. And this is where I'm going. I get that we're building towards Galactus, and I'm stoked to see that. But which, and here's why I think that. Like we're quick. No, I, I think you're right. No, you. no, you're fine. But like they talk about like all the seismic things that are happening in the cores of all these earth, like all these planets and like, you know, uh, Danvers is talking about it, blah, 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 blah. Like, I think they're going to kind of mix the celestial thing with Galactus. Sure. And Fantastic Four. And so Fantastic Four, think about like, that was their first big Galactus, them versus Galactus was kind of like one of the first big things. Well, they already talked about what manned missions in WandaVision, right? Yeah. WandaVision mentioned yeah, exactly. it, yeah. I I, I want to see them get to Galactus, and I think it'll probably happen maybe next phase. Ultimately, where I where I get excited is is those mid level enforcers like Doom. I want to see Doom done so well. I, I want to see Doom Doom done in a way that 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 is um that's like like properly done, not yeah. just like not just some weird hat right. magician hack. I, I want to see it done where he gets like where where the actor gets nominated for an Emmy because that is an amazing character. Yeah, and, I agree. Yeah, I, I, but Kang, but Kang is like he's that's where he's at. He's a, he's a means, but Kang's a means to an end. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, but, I get what you're saying. But he's below Doom. Like, he's no, not, no, I agree. He's not. He's not like he I is though. That. I think as far as bad guys go, I think Doom's he's way. Yeah, I think well, Doom's, Doom's a, way cooler. That's I agreed. Not even cooler. He's more like powerful wise. But like, where we're talking and 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 obviously we're kind of branching into Loki here. But what we're talking about, and you and I have had this conversation before, is about what what they're going to do in order to make Kang more powerful. I think has to do with what they've done in Loki with variants, with timelines, with the branching of MCU. Um, we might as well get into Loki now because that's where we're at. Yeah, that's just yeah. saying we're gray in the water. We're basically, yeah. basically moving into it. That's like mm, a, let's move into Loki. Yeah, yeah. There, I've made it official. official. Do, we sound, do we need a sound effect? No. That's no. Is that copyrighted? The theme save totally is. Even if I hum it, you know, if you hum it, probably not. But it's a cover. 
Then it would be a cover, yes. There you go. All right, let's talk about Loki, since we're there. I mean, that's what we're doing. I think that they can make Kang, again, like I said, kind of give him a MacGuffin or something of that matter having to do with being a variant or branching in different timelines or whatever you want to call it. And it will make him the new Thanos, if if you will, or or something more powerful than he really is. Again, Doom, I think, um, obviously is 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 a, a bigger name and and a, and a better character, in my opinion. But giving him just like they did with the Infinity Infinity Stones with Thanos. Yes, Thanos is the big bad, but once you give him that, and he's tied to that, obviously. Whereas, so is Kang with time and what else? Time and uh, well, time travel is his main right. thing. Right, time travel. Yeah. As far as like, that's what I mean. When it comes to King, like the the thing about King is subjugation and control. So it, as far as ruling, unlike Thanos, who wanted to destroy and wipe out, which I mean, the comic books versus the movies. So let's just go with the movies. So the movies, he wanted to kill half the galaxy because he felt like that was the safer option to Th- save Th- the galaxy. Thanos, Thanos yeah. yeah. In the comic books, it's because he was in love with death and he was trying to please please a lady. Right. So you kill whatever you have to kill to do that. Yeah. In the movie, he's basically been like, oh. My my planet didn't survive because there's too many people and too many things and not enough resources and blah blah. blah. Population if I, control. If I delete right. half the universe, then like things will be better. It's a different kind of. And that's why I agree with Thanos. Thing with uh, <laughs> you just need to make the universe double the size. That's easy. Do what? You just make the universe double the size. Double how do you the do universe, that? not double the people. It's exactly the same wish, just how, different. How, how do you do that? Make planet double something. the planet size. Double planet size. All of them. How do you do that? It's the same wish. No. no different. Oh, you mean okay? Using the gym is it the same wish? No, it's not. Same wish, just opposite. No, it's same wish. You can't create new planets He's with got infinity a point. stones. No, you you grow, you double the size of the planets. No, and resources. You're not listening to me. What do you mean? You can't. You can't change already existing like structures. Mm, that makes with sense. With the reality stone, really? Well, well I'm but, sure you can. But what he's talking about is you can't change in the, in the comics. You could, but in the movies, you couldn't. Right. Because it's based in reality, and once you start mixing physics into that, then things get iffy. All he was doing was eliminating half the population of well, everything. I understand that. I just think you could use the other direction. I mean, they're all magic stones, so... Do Maybe he's want. like me. He just doesn't like people who don't move up all the way in the line at Starbucks. Like <laughs> He's like, you know what? I'm tired of this. We that is it. We snap. Need, we need to cut this line in half. All you people need to go away <laughs> forever. Stop breathing. It's a little more Pacific than his option, but yes, no, I yeah, same idea. Pacific? Specific? Specific? You know it's true. As it sound terrible. He just wanted a coffee. I mean, that's a good possibility. Everybody wants a good coffee. She got the Emily Monaco who do that stuff. That's what, he, that's what he's good for. That's what he- Anyway, as far as like the difference between the two of them, King's not about destruction; he's about control. So it's a different, submission. It's a different thing. Okay. As far as like control, the two the two characters just have different drives behind them. Now, King's worst enemy is himself because when King does win, another King shows up to beat King. So like it's a giant circle where he's just constantly fighting himself. And the other problem is you can't give yourself your own nickname. I mean that's true, and he did. He's like, I'm King the Conqueror. Sure, somebody like, else has to give you mm-hmm. your moniker. Sure, sure, he gave himself that name. He did, but maybe the man who's at the end of time, which is the one they use in this thing, he probably did that. I do like terrible. that. I do like the man at the end of the time. Yeah. You didn't like that? Yeah. I do like that we didn't drop the name because we want to save it for probably Ant Man. Uh, yeah, right. Like as a thing, he, they say Conqueror like nine times. Yeah, they call him like five other versions of what yeah. they call him. 
But I, I think once we get to the end of it, the version of Kang we were dealing with in this show, I don't think is the same. So there's oh, yeah. multiple versions of Kang. Yeah. But the time stone is one of the infinity gems. So like, like the fact that like, they just, they just downplay the strength of the infinity gauntlet with that kind of bothers me. Can, uh, yeah. Can we talk about that? Cause they talk about it. Well, some of the guys use them as paperweights, blah, blah, blah. Uh, what, what is that? Well, for inside the TVA, yes, I think it's just a matter of the world works different inside the microverse, and then inside the microverse, because that's where it's supposed to be, theoretically. Now, it's not been answered in the movies, but that's what the belief is currently, because we see a small city that looks an awful lot like the city we're in, in the Ant-Man movie, when it's flashing. It's like three seconds. No, even that. Maybe one second. When he's initially swinging down, we see a crazy city for, like, not any time at all. Oh, then we I see didn't a catch that. Of Wanda, or... Yeah, we see the flash of Wanda also, like, in that same sequence of stuff. It's an outline of her, so we get a vague outline during the first movie. In Ant-Man. In Ant-Man. Okay, I need so to watch that again. down uncontrollably, we see... We see a small city. ...flashes of things. Okay. And, like, people are correlating that to being the same city. So if that is the case, and that's the same city... So the TVA technically exists inside quantum... I would say quantum reality. Okay. Or microverse. Microverse. Same idea. Well, I think... I think they're going away from microverse because they already have multiverse. Right. So it's quant. Qu- okay. okay. Quantum realm. Quantum I mean, that's realm. What the quantum next, realm. Okay. That's what the next anime movie is titled anyway. Quantum mania. Quant- quantum mania. So quantum quantum realm versus microverse. Can can we can we talk about how good the other Lokis in this show are? Oh, they're awesome. They're incredible. Heck yeah. And I they I, I, I don't get me wrong. I love the show and it's great, but. I only my only wish for this show is that a couple of those Lokis got a little more screen time because they are so amazing. Oh sure, and the actors who play them are great. I I would kill to have that Loki alligator. He's my. Did you see the post I put? Oh, I don't think so. Oh man, so they're making um, what's the brand lacrosse with the little alligator on the shirt? Oh, you know, yeah, okay, yeah. They're making they're making T-shirts. From across where he's got the Loki crocodile. (laughs) Loki crocodile. That's funny. That's the best. So funny. Oh, it's so good. I I want one. It's so good. Anyways, all the Lokis um, that are in the show, uh, including Tom Hiddleston and uh, her name's going to escape me, something Demars or something. Um, She was fantastic. Yeah, she's who plays Sylvie. She is so good. Um, Yeah, every, every, every. Every variant um, that they show uh, it really kind of was the trump card in each episode for me. Well, sure. As far as pieces, I mean, I I like that we got as many flavors as we did. I mean, they they using the vote Loki for all of I know one episode. It was awesome. And he loses his hand. That I mean, was great. Freaking great. That was yeah, great. So so funny. But like posturing and everything else with the way they set them all up, they all fit pretty pretty well as playing the parts they're playing. Um, I did like the, you guys saw the, well, I'm sure you did. Throg. Yeah, if, if, you, if you didn't know, Throg's in that last episode for all of, like, three seconds. Which you said was played by Chris Hemsworth. It is. That and is so cool. His voice for the little frog. That is great. Which awesome. Apparently, there were supposed to be some other scenes with him that managed to get cut. Yeah, they got not cut. Finished. Yep. So. I read that. I think that would have been cool to see those, but, I mean, if it didn't fit the show, then I guess whatever. But yeah, Throg showing up at all is awesome because all it is is a throw throw to the comic book audience. Even the Thanos copter showing up for a second is pretty awesome. Did you read the article talking about James Gunn has wanted to have 
the Thanos copter. It's he's like I tried so hard to get the Thanos copter in everything I've done. He was so excited about the Thanos copter. That's funny. No, I didn't have anything with that or wanted anything with that. It's just so funny because it's such a weird thing. They actually made like one, maybe two or three years. No, it's got to be three years ago now. They did a uh, Mattel did a Matchbox Thanos copter as a Comic Con exclusive. So funny. That's awesome. It's the silliest thing ever, but it's so funny. So landing in the uh, deleted verse just means it was a mistake, which is double funny. I love how it's, again, it, the, it's not called the deleted verse. What do they call it? Pruned? I, yeah, I, don't, I feel like they did call it a place, but I don't remember what it was called. I don't, yeah, I don't recall what they called it. But I loved how it was. Um, it reminded me a lot of Fallout, which I'm a big game player, but it reminded me a lot of kind of the Wild West of 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 the Marvel Universe where you have different factions that are, um, again, with the vote vote for Loki guy. I mean, they come in and they're like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, and then they, you know, attack each other. I thought that was so brilliant. I thought that that in itself could be its, its own show, its own realm, obviously. Yeah. Oh, sure. For, as far as the characters are concerned? Absolutely, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the group, Every variant and... Group of them running around doing things together? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, hilarious, actually. I don't know. As far as things, like, it's really cool the pieces we got to see, and the, and the amount of how many there were was really cool. I mean, actress-wise, the girl playing uh, playing Sylvie, like, she's great. So good. I mean, you mentioned it before, but that does she does so well. I mean, she's been in other things before, but you put her next to Hillston, who has this giant following in the world, and she kills it. So good. Owen Wilson's so good. I mean, that whole cast of main characters are freaking awesome. Sophia Di Martino. There you go. So, Sophia. She's great. She's, she's incredible. Oh, yeah. She's really, really, really good. She'll really come to Comic-Cons when they happen again, because that'd be awesome. <laughs> well, it'll be interesting to see what happens with her character, because she's now technically the woman at the end of time? What's the matter if she goes to Comic-Cons or not? I just think it'd be really cool to meet her. Oh. That's all. Okay. I think it'd be cool to meet her. Nah. I think it'd be cool. You don't want to meet her? Did you get to meet Hemsworth? Did you I didn't ever want to meet Hemsworth. Did you, did you get to meet Robert Downey Jr.? Uh, no, but well, no, but I was at the same convention he was, and we were in the same room for a minute. Hiddleston? Uh, never bothered. They're not going to be able to meet her. They're going to keep her on and keep, bro. Why are you? Why are you poking the bear? No, I'm just saying that, like, like she's going to be so famous, like that. That's fair. She, she's a Marvel person now. Like, you're not. She's not going to be able to walk around and be like, oh, you're that person. Like, oh, not the same way that like Stanley and so most everyone else. It'd be one of those where you had to do a paid situation. It, that world doesn't happen anymore. That I used to live in. Do they do paid situations? Like, oh, 100 percent. Yeah, the, yeah. Hemsworth and all those guys. Oh yeah, Chris Evans. Oh yeah, 100 percent. Salt Lake City Comic Con, here's a plug for them. Good about getting celebrities to show up for you to pay money and take pictures. Yeah, of but them. none of them Avengers, though. Uh, yeah, all of them, actually. Sebastian mm. Stan. Oh, yeah. Uh, all of them. I, I can't even think of one that hasn't. Dave Batista did Denver. Robert Downey Jr. Robert, oh, you know, okay, so Jr. does show up at San Diego, but you're right, he doesn't do paid events. So Jr. would be the only one. And, and uh, oh, gosh, what's the. Uh, Hulk. Now, uh, Ruffalo, you know, I don't know for sure no, about Ruffalo. Doesn't. He, Ruffalo doesn't. He said he doesn't. Doesn't? Okay. He doesn't like to. I didn't see. So, Ruffalo Jr. and then, uh, Happy would, and, uh, Gwyneth would probably be the only one. Favreau. Got a Favreau, yeah. He's too busy. Scar- Scarlett Johansson. I bet Scarlett, Scarlett doesn't. Johansson, she's done, like, autograph lines. Not quite the same thing. So, like, San Diego, which actually, he, both of them have done that, too. So, they've done, um, what would be, like, an autograph line where if you win a ticket through a raffle, 
and the ticket allows you to come get a poster signed, then they will do a slew of posters all in one row where people come through chain-wise. There's a funny thing with that, because one of those events, we had uh, Henry Cavill show up at wearing a mask till the end. It was I remember. Suicide Squad. I remember that, yeah. It's the same idea. They've done it for Avengers as well, because those are always really lucky if you can get into them, but getting into them is also something that's very hard to do. Did they cancel... A- that's completely tough. Did they cancel Comic-Con in November then? Uh, no, no. The So the San Diego, they're still planning to do one in October, actually. Well, they moved it because people were outraged by the day after. I think it was Thanksgiving. Oh, if we're talking about Denver? No, no. It was San Diego. Oh, was it? Yeah. Uh, the only time I ever heard about San Diego was the one in Denver, but it's over... Uh, oh, God. No, maybe it is in November. You know what? Now I don't remember. I think they moved it because there was an outrage because everyone was upset. They're like, I haven't seen my family since COVID, blah, 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 blah. You shouldn't have it during Thanksgiving weekend. In that case, don't go. I know. That's what I thought. That's the easy answer. Figure Uh, it out. Denver is doing theirs over Halloween weekend. Oh, okay. Um, So that's when I was confusing the two. Are you going? I don't don't know yet. I would like to, but I don't. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, October's a lot harder to try to traverse here in Colorado, and sure. with all the crazy mudslides and all the oh, that's true. roads being out and down, I don't know if I feel like good driving a... If I was going to go as a store, driving a few thousand pound vehicle over it wouldn't make me feel safe, really. That's fair. But if they can make it for semis, then not that big a deal. True. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go with maybe. Anyway, um, but yeah, as far as like uh, other things get back to the Loki side of things, mm-hmm. I guess... Show-wise, ending's pretty cool. I, I thought it was really awesome when he's like, this is the moment where I can't see past. And I'm like, that's because you're going to die, dude. I thought that was really awesome how they, like, precursored that. Mm-hmm. He's, we finally reached the moment in time I can't see past. I thought that was really cool. Dug it. And this is the only moment, well, I shouldn't say the only moment, but one of the biggest moments that I disagree with Josh, and Josh was like, the end kind of fizzled out, and I was like, I don't think it fizzled out at all. I think that it, it is, it's going to cause such a big rift in all of MCU, that it, it's such a big deal. Well, that's what they're building to, though, is like, like they're building to like the Do- the Doctor Strange film, like the multiverse of madness, where things are just chaotic now. Right, but for for somebody, for the general audience, I mean, obviously, you and I are in tune. Okay, I love Doctor Strange. I want to see what's happened next. Multiverse of madness. Okay, that's coming. Most people don't know who Kane the Conqueror is. Right, I understand, and I'm, I'm I don't know much about Kane, but regardless, my point is, is that you. To the to the layman, the branching out of multiverses is going to blow a lot of people's minds. Like people, pe- people didn't understand um, into the Spider Verse. They were like, "Oh, there's all these spiders," and what? You know, I, I, they explain it well. Don't get me wrong, but at, at the same point, the layman was like, "Oh, all right, this is a Spider Man movie." Whereas this is going to branch out almost identically, in my opinion, to the entire MCU and what's going to change with everything. I disagree. I think everybody really understood Into the Spider-Verse because it was, like, super popular and, like, it made a ton of money and it won a bunch of awards. Spider-Man makes money. Bottom line. <laughs> I, I, again, I think that this... But it won a bunch of awards. It was, like, sure. it, was, it was well-received across the board. I agree. I, but what I'm saying is, is your understanding of it is different, whereas I think that any random person who, oh, I like the MCU, walked into Loki and was like, okay, they don't know that... Uh, um, the multiverse of madness is coming. They don't know that things are going to branch out. They don't know that, okay, you know, this is what's going to happen and King's coming and everything's going to change. What's the variant? So on and so forth. Whereas you and I are like, Oh, okay, we're in tune with this. We've read comics. We know what's going to happen. And then how this is going to spread across the entire MCU. When we get, when we get to 
Um, Far From Home, right? Far From Yeah, Far From Home. Spider-Man? Yep. You know, I don't actually know if that's going to be what that is or not. I totally think that's what's going to happen. It's a good possibility, but I kind of... part of it. I kind of think it might be more of a Spider-Verse scenario. I don't, I, I don't know. I think both those are possibilities. Cause like we know, Which is the same thing, though. I mean, basically... It is the that's same what, thing, That's yeah. what they've been building to. Well, that's why all these other castings are happening. But whether it's a direct result because of Loki or because of something else, I'm, I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I think it's I gotta don't, be. I don't know if initially it was the thing, but they are, they're using Loki now oh, to sure. build to that, for sure. Sure. I mean, initially they were probably like, probably trying to make a live action Spider-Verse. But with you Loki think? happen, I think so. But with Loki happening, no. that bridges it differently. No, I think that like, no, I don't think that, like, I think, into the Spider-Verse, I think I don't know if they, they realized how popular it was going to be. And so then they're like, okay, well, that was really popular. we gotta, we got to kind of do something with this. And then, like, also we have all these other things going on with, like, the time fracture. So let's just kind of go with that. Like, what do we do now? Like, we lost our two biggest people, and we have to take some time off from everybody else. Like, what do we do? Like, we have to, like... So, I mean, I'm sure that there's a bunch of people that sat down in the room and, like, this is what we're going to do. Like... We we have to go a direction, but what direction do we go? That way we can come back to other things without being like, well, it doesn't make any sense. Time travel, you know what I mean? So sure, yeah. no, really, I mean, like, it's not even time travel. It's it's time fracture. Yeah, m- m- multiple universes in all broken differently. Yeah, all bro- all broken up differently. Yeah, and there's at least four of them because there's the Marvel Parliament, which I still don't understand how you get on that, but I kind of want to. Marvel Parliament? Oh yeah, I mean, if, if you look in the credits on Black Widow, there's a line in there for the Marvel par- Parliament. There's really? Four of them. Yeah, four names. All people I don't have any idea who they are. Marvel Parliament. What yeah, do you know. Huh. It's in the credits, man. What do you mean? Marvel Parliament is if it's like a position and the job that you would have at Marvel. So those are the people that are voting or not voting on what's I, happening next. I'd have to assume that's the truth. So it's not all in Kevin Feige's hands necessarily. I mean, I based on that being there at all, it makes me think that. I mean, sure, at the end of the day, he's got the rubber stamp, just like George Lucas used to, where he's mm-hmm. like approved, 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 and even if you don't agree, you agree because it's George Lucas. Um, I assume that that's still kind of how that runs. Mm-hmm. But the fact that there's even a and you didn't recognize a single name, not one of them. So not one of them's a writer you know of. Not that I know. Wow, I was, I was kind of surprised. Huh. But interesting that it's a thing at all. So, like, it is interesting. Marvel Studios has a group of twelve to fifteen executives called the Parliament who give notes on all MCU projects. Mm-hmm. There's four of them on Black Widow. Wow! So they must not do every movie, but there was only four credited on the screen. But yeah, like as a job, how do you get that job? Is that the first time you've seen that credit? First time I ever noticed it. Yeah. Really? Now, Grant, I can't say it wasn't there before. Sure. Now I'm interested because I, I, this is the first time I saw it, and I was like, huh, okay. But I mean, well, you, ju- you just said they're execs, so they've got to be some kind of producer of some sort. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, the fact that it's a job at all, I'm like, that's really cool. You want to get on that? Hundred <laughs> percent. <dude. laughs> You're gonna need a couple million dollars, <laughs> probably. You're gonna need to finance yeah. something. Yeah, I wouldn't hire the truth, you. The truth, would be the, the truth would be the truth would be the money side of things. You wouldn't hire CB? Come no. on. No, because he doesn't like fun. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> but you don't. So not true. You're like, nope. That's not, not, not into it. That's for another podcast. Squirrel true. Girl's not in it. I'm out. I do like Squirrel Girl. So I'm out. So and, and if and if and, and I if, know you do. That's why Anna I Kendrick just said played that. Squirrel Girl. I mean, obviously, She's not gonna play Squirrel Girl. But but yeah. I'd be in. Sure. Well, it's not going to happen in general, but right. It doesn't mean that it couldn't happen. Yeah. I think that'd be 100 percent fun. I agree. 
But, you know, whatever. You got anything else on Loki, Josh? I was looking at this Illuminati thing real quick. Illuminati? What does that have to do with Loki? We're talking about the Marvel. Old, old, old. He just learned about. Got it. So he's, you know, going to dig down and read something, I guess. But there's like a ton of articles on it. It's like a bunch mm-hmm. of people know all about it. Oh, like yeah. it's the first of you, you or me or anybody you've talked about. Yeah, it's the so. first time I've, I've heard of it. No, yeah, I'm t- I agree. That's the first time I even noticed it was there in Black Widow. So whether the, I'm sure there must be in other credits too, but there's so many credits in there, like seeing it, I mean, usually I just look for funny names. You know what I mean? Not to bring up something sad or a sore subject, but I did miss a nice Stanley cameo in this. Yeah, that's that so yeah. In this article, um, Mr. Kolstad, who was the director of Falcon Winter Soldier, explained that he submits his scripts to Marvel Studios president Ke- Kevin Feige, and he sometimes found the experience quite intimidating because he'd get something like fifteen pages of notes. These wouldn't originate from Feige alone, but rather from a group called the Parliament. It's probably twelve to fifteen people, and all of their notes are compiled. And by the way, the cool thing about their notes, to the assistant's credit, there was nothing in those notes that was repetitive or conflictive, and it was very, and if it was conflictive, it would be like, okay, these are, these are conflicting notes, and if, and if you're like, oh, thank God, I think they referred to the heads of Marvel as the Parliament. There's 15 of them, or whatever, who meet at the beginning of the day and, and at the end of the day, so it was their notes. But for the most part, man, you loved finally getting a draft in. They were like, hey, great job. It's going to go to production. Yeah, good luck, man. This is the first time Marvel's problem has ever been mentioned. Years ago, Marvel Studios was overseeing a Marvel Creative Committee. So basically, the Marvel Creative Committee turned into the Parliament. So it's basically a group of people... I'm scanning this and telling you guys at the same time, so I'm using two parts of my brain. But basically, Good job. Basically, what this is saying is that, like, what they do is they keep continuity in line with what's currently going on with Marvel, but they also, like, give notes on what's going on in the current script and filming and all that kind of stuff. They're, like, they're meeting. I volunteer to be on the DC Parliament right now. Yeah. I'm in. You're bad at that. You don't even know who Dr. <laughs> Fate is, so. He's got a gold helmet. I love Dr. Fate. What are you talking about? I'm just talking trash. Oh, I love Dr. Fate. He's great. I mean, they need one. I, I'm in. That's definitely true. Put me they, on they, it. They need one. Warner Brothers, let's do it. No, yeah. dude. No mm. offense, but you don't, No, no offense. You don't know enough. You hurt my feelings. I'm not... It's not I know more than you, and I don't want to be on it. You hurt my feelings. No, I. you're you're fantastic at whatever, but you're just not good enough. Mark the time and the date. He's hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I... No, you're right. There are... Mark the date. He's not crying yet. <laughs> Man, you know you're right. There are people who know a lot more than I do. I just yeah, that would be a really cool job. I'm with you, CBS. That would be, be a really cool job. Really cool. I job. just don't think that it would be. Well, oh, I think it'd be great awesome. again if you, if you if you had the knowledge and if you had the the know how and the resource and the again my the thing that interests me is that you know what CBS says is that he didn't you know see any of those names that he recognized. Like my immediate thought would be okay. Let's get our core writers who have. You know, um, it changed this universe and made it, um, what it is today and who are responsible for a lot of these game changing things that have done so well in comics and now in movies. And you didn't recognize a single one. I'm like, who are these people? Like, obviously they're financiers, but I would expect that at least one of them, just like you said, had knowledge. Well, I'm sure they probably of this universe. There's people who know way more than me when it comes to like 
the Infinity Saga and like or Kang the Conqueror or any of any of those things. And there's a lot of times when like CBS knows more than me, and there's a lot of times I know more than CBS. You roll your eyes off. <laughs> Keep hey, going. I marked it up once already. I knew more than you for a second. There's a lot of times I know way more than you on certain sure. things. I've been wrong plenty of times. Yeah, so don't roll your eyes at me. But here's the deal: like those, those that the, uh, the Parliament's position was probably to be like, let's go back in time, let's find all of the connections that this character has had through all universes, and we're gonna get like, why? Why wouldn't people love? This interaction with this situation, blah 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 blah. It would be go, tedious, and they go right. through all of it. It would be really tedious. Lots of research, I guess. But it would be and cool the thing to is, be. You don't like. I'm a member of You don't Marvel. like to read. He <laughs> reads every day. He likes the pictures. Stop poking <laughs> oh the bear. God. It would no. be nice to have that card here. I'm Tyler Brown, and I'm uh, a member of DC Parliament. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Slide that across the table. There's no card. You, Stop you, Mark it. Wade, you can make your own home. Yeah, you don't tell me what my dream There's is, no sir. card. It's, just, <laughs> it's a black card that rolls up. Member, membership card. No. That I make sure they got the right person. Right, yeah. After they abduct you in the van. Yeah, roll, exactly. Roll your eyes at me about how I <laughs> oh, don't know something. You're like, I know, I know everything more than you. Okay. Well, you say everything. I'm like, oh, soccer, oh. I definitely don't. Oh, so, my. So. When it comes to comics? Yeah. You know more than everything about, like, you basically rolled your eyes at me saying, like, you know more about everything than I do. Um, well, I mean, okay. Wow. Generally speaking, yeah. Okay. So there I was on this podcast. Right. Hanging out and there were shots yeah. fired. <laughs> my last episode, I guess. All right. <laughs> we can't do without you. No, oh, we, we can because can, I don't know anything. We, <laughs> no, no one said you didn't know anything. <laughs> oh, don't oh think it gosh. like that. Goodness. There's a lot of times that I'm like, hey, and then this one time, and this one time, and this See, one this time, and you're like, I don't know about that. If you put a parliament together, there would be like all these members would be there because you need to have all these different angles. That's for true. It. So we'd all yeah, but oh, being the parliament, you that. can't be like, okay. I know more than all you guys. He didn't say that. You did. He rolled his eyes saying <laughs> that he did. <laughs> No, no just because this said. isn't a live action no like words, podcast, no be just because there's no video to it, doesn't mean that everyone knows video. that he rolled his eyes we being give, like, "I didn't." Look. You don't know more than anything about more than I did. Across from you, so I wasn't aware. Yeah, all inferred. All inferred. All inferred. <laughs> yeah, he says it for him. I'm not saying. I school for all him. of you guys on a lot of things. I have no, yeah, I have no quarrel with that. Not at all. I can name one thing right now that CBS doesn't know anything about. Well, I enjoy Is it soccer a lot. <laughs> Usagi, I know plenty of things about Usagi. You don't about. know? Yeah, I do. I probably have not read nearly as many as you have, but I've met Stanzakai a lot more. Than it doesn't mean you met, just because you met somebody. Talk to him. It's like being like, I met George Lucas. I know everything about Star Wars. It's like, oh, no, you met George Lucas, and he probably told you about a race car. Did you, did you read issue twenty yet? Because you need to. You're gonna like it. It's good. I know you haven't. Cause I, haven't I thought you'd say like history or World War Two, which when you get on those, he's brought in comics about history, and I was like, "Oh, this is about the Night Witches," and he's like, "Well, I don't know what that is." I'm like, "Oh, it's this thing," and he's like, "Oh, oh I didn't story. know." Well, yeah, I love when you go on those things. I'm like, I'm all into history. I'm in. Let's I know. I know things. I know saying you don't. Yeah, and yeah. I know. I know a lot about like the mid '90s, like DC stuff, and he doesn't know as much because he was a, a Marvel guy at the time. That's not true either. You were though, but I know a lot about like the rise and fall, like the death and death and resurrection of Superman. I know way more about that than you do. Yeah, okay, sure. I do because I had all of it. Okay, death Superman, sure. Okay, I mean, there's there's a bunch of things we can go go through. GI Joe comics. I know way more about GI Joe comics than you do. Okay, I'm just saying. Okay. 
And he's rolling his eyes again. No, he's, he's not. He is. He thinks he knows no, he everything. Didn't. No, he did. Uh, I never said I knew everything, but there's a lot of stuff in my head. That's true. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, it wants to get out. Do we have anything else on Loki? I don't or, think so. I okay. think we've run to the end of nonsense. We all loved it. Did you right? guys know that the uh, young boy in Loki is the oldest Loki of like he's. Because he's technically been there for 4,000 years, supposedly. Oh, really? That's interesting. Because you don't age when you're there. Oh, when you've been pruned? And he was the first one to be pruned. No, so I didn't know that. He's the oldest Loki. Oh. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, weird. You didn't know something? Yeah, you know, that's your ability to read things on the internet. It's impressive. It's, I didn't know that at all. Like, I hadn't seen that anywhere. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Would you like me to mark one up for you? No. Okay, that's just a me thing. I don't want you to do anything. <laughs> I'm going to throw you both in the pool. I did. How am I a part of this? Yeah. Yeah, you can throw me in the pool. It's hot out. Hey, I think it's raining. He's having to start solving problems. It's rainy and lightning. Yeah, still, so yeah, it's still bad, lightning. Yeah. Bad you know what I'm going to start doing is like when you lose a bet, you got to go sit it. I'm going to put a pool up in the middle of the yard and you got to hold an umbrella. <laughs> and there must be pictures during a thunderstorm. That's terrible. Oh, that, no, we can't do that. Terrible. Like five minutes in the pool with the umbrella. Like, oh, yeah. It's thundering and lightning outside. So I was like, Man, you shouldn't have lost that bet. <laughs> Is it a metal umbrella? There's well, always they all metal. Are. Most of them. There's <laughs> plastic. There's usually metal in umbrellas. Okay. Generally, yeah. And you were holding up some sort of like phallic object into the sky. You got a lot of trees around here. I think I'll be okay. It's um, bad to be on any trees. Roll the dice. Yeah. I'll roll the dice. I also won't make a lot of bets. <laughs> I'd rather win that bet. Yeah. Well, every bet I've made here, I've won lately, so. Well, there you go. Shout out to Dale. Anyways. Sure. Uh, anything else, Loki-wise, think we're done? No. I Again, I think we all love the show. Um, sure. I just want to reiterate, and we've talked it's- about it on multiple podcasts, is how Disney really is changing, and Marvel, the streaming show um, blueprint. And how good these things are, are, are coming out is is um, I- incredible. Um, Loki Loki was the number one watched thing. I think it was like over half a million households Jeez. watched the first episode. I mean, it's incredible. Um, so keep it up. I mean, everyone's really excited with the way things are going, and obviously, um, yeah, yeah. Keep it keep it going. Oh, that's crazy. That's really crazy viewer wise, right? No, that's awesome. I think it was like 439 million people. It's a lot. 439,000, whatever. It's a ton. Heck yeah. Let's see. So in the episode, what'd you learn today, Josh? That you know everything. Oh, okay. You really mm. said it. Mm. Uh, Tyler Brown, what'd you learn today? Uh, I learned that you can roll your eyes, and I didn't know you could do that. I mean, that also seems like to be a truth. Even when I don't do it, I do it. So I didn't see it, but it's pretty apparently, apparently you can do that. I didn't know. That's like a mindset, I think. I don't know. Oh, I learned that the Loki, at uh, the youngest Loki, is the oldest Loki. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, that's true. Interesting. So what I learned today. What did you learn? I mean, I don't know. That, that you know everything. Oh, see, it comes back twice. Goodness there you go. Gracious. Full circles. Wow. Uh, you have any books to watch, boys? Anything to look for or watch out for? Lord of the Rings Illustrated Edition is on sale, by the way. I mean, that technically is a book, yeah. Hmm. Go read Dune. I'm listening to Dune. Do that. It's not a comic book. There is a, there comic, is book. a comic book. There is. Thank you. Is there? Yeah. Yes, sir. Sounds boring. I mean, I haven't. I, I she well, no, sounds the first, terrible. She's she's ter- I wouldn't call it good writing, really. I really would. The first two issues weren't bad for the comic book there, right? Yeah. 
I haven't really read much more of it than that, but we've got a few guys that like it, so. They actually just started another, like, a second miniseries. Um, it's like the Ender's Game thing where they're just like, okay, here's the deal. And they're just going to make, like, a 12-issue miniseries of the first half of one book, and they're just, like, make try to make money off of the thing, and they're going to get to see cool things. It's, not, it's, very, not, it's stupid. It's not even that. My problem is, like, when you have a story, like, explain what's going on and explain who these people are and... You're talking about the novel? Yes, I'm talking about the novel. Sorry. Okay. I'm, you're good. Real quick tangent. It, like, you're talking about the Benny Gesserit, and that's cool, and I'm excited of who the Benny Gesserit is, but you have to tell me who that person is. And I get that it was written in 1965, and it's old, but, man, tell me who, <laughs> tell me what's going on. <laughs> they don't do a good job. You have to do anything. You know who taught us that? Who? George R. R. Martin. Ugh. You're not, you're <laughs> not, you're not wrong. Oh, man. He was like, you know who doesn't do what they're supposed to do, George Armand. He's like, I'm just gonna be in. I'm gonna be a jerk. I'm gonna eat a bunch of like donuts, foot long conies, and drive around my rascal and mm. run into people. I'm gonna check people in the shin and be like, you know what I'm with not my gonna captain do? hat. You know what I'm not gonna do? True. Finish this book series. <laughs> That's, That's what I'm not gonna do. Not gonna happen. Oh, you want to pay me money to do something else cool? Okay, I'll do that. What about the thing that you already almost have finished? Eh. That sounds dumb. I'm not gonna do that no more. <laughs> well, now he's on. Uh, I can't drink as many. I can't eat. Can't. I can't eat footlongs when I do that. Why can't you? I don't know, but I just don't want to do it. Now he's on the video game train. He's on a. a I don't want to talk about it anymore. Okay. That is, I didn't hear about that, and that just gonna make me more angry. <laughs> You're right. It will make you angry. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's crazy. Um, well, I, as far as books to suggest, I'd say uh, check out Moon Knight. The new issue one of it came out. Pretty freaking cool. Uh, new first appearance of a character that's going to be like his... Uh, Love Moon Knight. Like reverse him, so I think uh, like reverse Flash. So he's not crazy? Well, no, he's still crazy, okay. but uh, as far as a, a villain type, he's got a new fatty that's okay. kind of akin to a reverse Flash. I would say Amazing Fantasy. It's a five-part miniseries. It's crazy. I know you have different opinions, which maybe we'll talk about in the next episode. Sorry. Uh, but I would say that one. It's out this week new, um, as far as a, a book's concerned. I dug it. Of course, Barbaric, because I love that thing. I did it's like great. Barbaric. Please, please go check out yeah, Barbaric. It's so great. good. It's awesome. It's good. Uh, blue and Gold. It's a Blue Beetle Booster Gold Booster series. Gold, yeah. First issue's pretty cool. like it. A new Superman, uh, the Sonic Kal-El, also really good. Like the first issue a lot. It's Tom Taylor. He's, uh, he's, he's great. As far as other things coming out, Turbo Kid from Behemoth Comics, which if you haven't seen the Turbo Kid movie, you really should. It's fantastic. So they're doing a two-part miniseries that's a prequel to the movie called Op- Apple's La- Lost, a- Apple's Lost Adventure. If you've seen Turbo Kid, then you should know who Apple is. If you haven't seen Turbo Kid, you really should because it's freaking awesome. It's a two-part miniseries. They're doing a whole slew of covers, but, uh, book comes out in September. And if you get hold of your shops early enough, there is a autograph version of the book that you can order that comes signed by the director slash writer of the comic. And uh, I want to say it's only like five bucks. So that's awesome. As far as like Star Wars stuff right now, the Bounty Hunter Wars, so good. Oh. It's awesome. Speak of the devil. Hmm. I know. I, I have another thing that you guys don't know. Okay. Don't group me into this. I did not. No, roll. I'm bringing you both into it. I did not roll my eyes at you. Did you guys? Please, please don't bring that hate on. Did you know that the 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 name of Boba Fett's ship is no longer the Slave One? I did know that. Oh, really? Did no, you know that? I didn't know that. I did know that. What is it? What is it now? I, Boba Fett's starship. Boba, yeah, they changed Boba it. Boba Fett's yeah, starship. Slave is yeah. rather than Slave One. Correct. You're mm. welcome. 
I, You're welcome. Okay. Another one. I was waiting for it. As soon as, as soon as it starts with that, that's pretty good. You do a good another one, by the way. You, do, you got that DJ Khaled <laughs> voice down. DJ Khaled. Because he, he sounds like... He does. You got the voice there. You got it. That's your new... I'm going to start calling you DJ Khaled everywhere I go. We're going to go to a restaurant and be like, me and DJ Khaled. Yeah. Gonna sit took, down. As long as when he's ordering... They took that him. away. That way you can be like yeah. another one. DJ... <laughs> I'm like, we need some. Can you just put can the order get, in for can me? Can we get some more bread? Yeah. Another always. one. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Another one. Another exactly. one. Exactly. Hey, CBS, you need another Dime Mountain Dew? Another, another one. Another one. Exactly. Hey, um. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So silly. Yeah. It's awesome. I, I know I did the change the name of it. That's silly. Yeah, because I know things. I mean, okay. And you discredit me at every ever avenue. That is not the truth. Like, like literally, discredit Josh Avenue. He's what street do you live on? CBS. <laughs> discredit a, Josh Avenue. It's such a long sign. Have you seen it? It's the worst. Because like, who else lives on that street? Nobody. But it doesn't matter because oh, I'm better buddy. than you. Yeah, the signs are terrible. Another one. Right. Another one. All right. Well, that's it. That's all. I, that's all I got. Um, check out socials. Our other stuff. Look at the never been our top five comics podcast.com you can find links to never been done podcast uh you can find links to our buddy school billionaire show um to actually the deconstruction the videos that are on there uh so you can find everything inside there as far as uh shows and other things to listen to um as far as uh instagram i'm top five comics cbs for drawings and stuff uh 45 uh windle 24 w-i-n-d-l-e 24 photographs and oasis stuff uh Mr. Brown. Come play some games with me. Kazama Killer. K-A-Z-A-M-A-K-I-L-L-E-R. That is Kazama Killer. Why don't you have one of those things yet? One of the, the things where you play video games and people watch you. Uh, why don't why I don't stream? Yeah. Because I work. Stitch. Stitch. Is that what it is? It's called Twitch. Twitch. Because What's Stitch? I think that's the alien from the that's movie. That's, that's correct. Right. That's Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. Uh, He's a little I, boy I, alien. I, be, be, because I work for a living. <laughs> Yeah, but you up, you're up at night and you like play video games. I'm only up to like eleven o'clock, man. That's, that's, that's about late. as far as I can make it. It takes it takes a full time job to to, to do. Is there is Twitch. there a, is there a Twitch channel where like like the husband's playing video games and being awesome, and like yes. killing it, but then like the wife is yelling and talking trash yes. in the background? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, there's there's a, there's a Twitch channel for all kinds of things. Hmm. I was curious. Is that what our buddy Joe does? Yeah, his wife doesn't yell at him. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. I was wondering, I was like, T-Brown, get off the nah, internet! Nah, my wife's in bed. Go, go get off the internet! Nah, my wife is in but, bed. Yeah, but is there one that does that? Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. But you don't know? I'm sure there is. I imagine it take a little more research, but I don't. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure there is. There, there's got to be. I'll play your wife in, a, in like, Mario. Oh, and like, no, he means you take the role as your T-Bow! wife. Oh, you... Yeah. T-Bows, get off the man in that! that that's perfect. Take, take I'll just all wear like a hair and end. Well, like let's sound by that right now. And when it becomes famous, I'll... I'll yeah. Like a moo-moo? Just be like... In a it's time for bed! <laughs> it's time to give me You look great in a moo-moo. Come cuddles with me! Come cuddles! You look great in a moo-moo. Out of control. Wonderful. Out of control. Alright, Taki? Taki! No. Taki! Why don't support that? I have to! He deserves it! Oh.